Hi, this is Ivanya Easley with The Closet Chronicles. I'm the founder and CEO of Love E Fashion and Style by Love E. This podcast is all about delving a little deeper into the fashion industry, talking with other fashion professionals, sharing our stories and journeys, hoping that it can help anyone that is already in the industry or just getting started. So today we have a special guest. She's going to share her style journey and story and tell us what she got going on. So welcome. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for joining in. Now, introduce yourself and tell us all about you. We want to hear your story. Okay. Well, hi, everyone. My name is Jennifer. I go by Jenny. Um, A lot of people know me from Instagram as Jenny Styles. I am a fashion stylist with uh, the beautiful Pink Mesa showroom. Um, Truly, truly enjoy it. I... um, I am a huge fan of any type of color and prints. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is literally my go-to thing. A lot of my friends tell me that, you know, putting prints together is a specialty of mine. So awesome. I truly, truly enjoy playing with colors and prints and things like that. Now, how did you get started or when did you first fall in love with fashion? So it's a funny story. I'm from Atlanta. Um, there oh, is, born and raised? Yes. Oh, wow. It's so rare to meet people born and I raised. Know, but what part are you from? <laughs> rare breed. But um, I'm from Atlanta. And what part are you from? I'm actually from the south side. So, okay. like near the airport area. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. I first fell in love with fashion. I remember you know, as at a young age, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, um, Mm -hmm. what made me happy and excited. And I remember one day I was in Little Five Points. Little Five Points is my absolute favorite place in Atlanta to go to. I truly love Little Five Points. And I remember sitting on a park, like on a bench, I think it was Mm -hmm. a bench, or I was sitting just hanging out in Little Five Points. And I used to critique people walking by, not yeah. in a bad way, but just, you know, oh, I may would have put, you know, a leopard print belt with that dress or, oh, I yes. would have wore shades with that outfit or, you know, just something like that. And it hit me. I was like, hey, I should I should look more into doing something into fashion. So yeah. that was kind of like the turning point for me. The light bulb went off. Is it okay? okay. <laughs> I probably was maybe... 18, 19 years old. Mm-hmm. So that was a turning point for me. And then when you decided, oh, okay, you know what? I think I want to do something with this gift that I have. How did you go about getting started? I actually, to get started, I I registered to go to school. So mm-hmm. I registered to go to our institute. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted to be in person because, you know, fashion is more a hands-on thing. But yes. because, you know, money and I had to work full time, it was easier to do it online. Okay. So, you know, it was good online and it helped it kept the wheels turning and yeah, you know, just different what avenue I can go to if it was mm-hmm. fashion marketing, if it was styling, if it was designing. Yeah. And I realized there's I, so many different jobs in the industry. Absolutely. Um that you can do beyond being a stylist or a designer. You know, there's buyers and fabric sourcers and all kinds of stuff. So I'd love to uh, share with people. There are so many jobs that you can do in this industry um, if you know about it. So many, so 
many. So originally I was thinking about opening up my own boutique shop and the boutique was actually going to be a very unique style, just not your ordinary boutique. Well, that didn't really happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's okay. You know, but this day and age, I can always, um, you know, open up a, a boutique or, you know, my favorite thing is consignment shop. So that yes. was the next phase in my life. I've, I found out exactly what consignment shopping was. You know, it's it's not thrifting, but yes. it is like a like an upscale version of thrifting. And, you know, that made me truly fall in love with fashion because as a consignment shopper, you find some rare pieces that nobody else is going to have, you know. So that was truly that's what I do. That's what I love to do. I love to consignment shop. I love to travel, go to different places, consignment shop, and just, you know, network with people, meet different people. And so many people, they'll see, like, some of the things I, I find in consignment stores. Like, I go to L.A. and New York, and they're like, oh, my gosh, where did you get this from? I'm like, this is a one-of-a-kind piece. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah. that's truly... That's truly my passion is consignment shopping is you just, you know, it's not like going to the mall and finding something on a rack. You find this rare piece and yeah. you're like the only person that has it because maybe this piece was created back in the eighties or something. Yeah. That's what I love about vintage shopping. Oh yeah, definitely. Cause you can find some um, unique pieces um, that nobody else has or, you know, it's only one left at this point. Just like the, the Met Gala was the other day. And they said um, Kim Kardashian wore yes. Monroe's dress, which has been archived. So it was only that one dress left. So she could only wear it for like a few minutes. So like, exactly. it's crazy when you can find pieces that unique or. Oh, absolutely. Um, that authentic and old. Definitely. I feel like, you know, you truly, you truly have a love for fashion when you can't thrift shop or yes. consignment shop because it's not about the brand it's not about the yes. labels it's about how it looks exactly like, how you style it to exactly. make it look like you know everything exactly and I feel like a lot of people they're so caught up in labels and caught up in name brands that they forget what fashion is truly about it's yeah the, it's a form of art it's a form to express yourself so exactly if you have a, you have a brand on you know, 10 other people are going to have that same brand on. Yeah. They're going to have that same t-shirt on that you spent $100 for where you can consignment shop and find something so rare. No one's going to have it. Yeah. And it, it makes you stand out. So that's, that's why I truly enjoy consignment shopping. That's awesome. Yeah. I know a couple of stylists that they only exclusively thrift and consignment shop because they're all about sustainability as well as not shopping. Um, brands at all except for the ones they find at the consignment stores and <laughs> right. but they're not gonna go like to Lennox or Phipps and shop I'm a high low mix so I do a little bit of everything um I like my labels as far as like handbags and shoes but not in the clothes right. the clothes I feel like is too like you said somebody else is gonna have that same thing which is why they always doing the who wore it better I'd rather do a mix of clothes. So I'm a big boutique shopper when it comes to clothes. And then I'll just pair it with a nice handbag or a nice shoe. And that's Absolutely. my usually go-to as far as mixing high and low. Absolutely. I agree with you. And, you know, mind you, because even though I'm a consignment shopper, when it comes to styling someone, I am definitely open to 
different options as far of course, as because you got to please your clients, things like that. Yeah. But for myself, yes, I love I love to find rare pieces. I love to go to LA. LA has on Sundays they have a huge consignment shopping event every Sunday and it's super amazing and you can literally be in there for hours and you find the most rarest things different stuff in there so you know I love I love to go to LA and New York because they're always having like some super super I find some super cool stuff that's what's up. I love that. I love that. Yeah, um, I love to travel and shop. I've gotten some amazing pieces traveling and domestic and international. So normally anytime I travel, I pick up either a great piece of jewelry yeah. or a dress or a top. So like I, every time I'm wearing those pieces, not only is it like a great piece, but it comes with this memory of, oh, I got this when I was in the south of France or I got this when I was in Aruba. So it's just all um, tied into my personal style as well as memories of and experience that I had when I was traveling. Yes. Love that. So you got your start. You went to school. When you graduated, what was your next steps now that you're out of school and you've gotten the education to go with your God-given natural talent? What was your next step? So my next step is just was just to become a stylist. Um and just kind of network and build build myself for people to know who I am. Um, and of course, you know, life happens and it doesn't happen necessarily the way you want it to happen. So I wasn't able to just tap right in um, and to do fashion because, of course, you know, I had bills I had to pay and so forth. Um, <laughs> but I always did fashion on the side, uh, work with plenty of photographers here in Atlanta and yeah. um, in New York. And then um, I end up, you know, doing some other work as okay. far as to make money and so forth. But I actually just tap back into fashion. And um, I am currently uh, Pink Mason's fashion and house sty uh, stylist. And so I just truly am grateful for the opportunity and meeting wonderful designers and you know working at pink mason it really showed me that you know wearing high-end name brands that's cool but giving back to the community meaning you know wearing black owned name brands i feel like that was this is another turning point for me and i truly fell in love with a lot of like just local designers instead I of love going that. Out. Yes. Because you know, um in my business, ninety percent of all the clothes I bring my style my my clients as well as for myself are women and black owned businesses here in Atlanta. Yeah. Like I said, I only do high end when it comes to shoes and bags. But all the clothing, all the accessories we source from boutique and designers. That's how I even found out about y'all because of Derica. She yes. was my student back when I used to teach um, at the fashion school when she wanted to become a designer. So I'm so, so proud of her because she like took the information, ran with it and actually, you know, did the work. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, working at a showroom that has individual unique pieces that yes. you're not going to find anywhere. It's just it really opened my eyes to say, you know what, this this jacket that I got. Um, this independent designer Jeffrey Wright, he made this jacket, and it's a gorgeous jacket. Yeah, 
you know, it's vibrant colors, it's the detail, everything about the jacket is gorgeous. I would rather wear this jacket than go and get some, you know, like popular name brand jacket. Yeah. I would rather wear this Agreed. jacket. It's a unique piece. It's different. And I just, I appreciate it so much more working inside the showroom and working hand in hand with these designers. I love that. I love that. And it's amazing that you were able to actually get a job as a stylist working for a showroom because so many people, especially because of the Atlanta market versus, you know, L.A., New York, London, Paris, Milan, etc. So many people go to fashion school and then they graduate and end up working like, you know, a retail associate or at the mall. Which is not like you you didn't go to fashion school to do that because you didn't need to go to fashion school to work at the mall. So to be able to get a job doing what you love and what you went to school for as a stylist for a showroom or a boutique or whatnot is so amazing. So I'm so um, happy that you were able to do that as well as be able to connect with you um, on that. Um, What would you say, um, this is where I get into the advice part for other people that are listening um, that are interested in the business, getting in the business, or just getting started or trying to scale and grow, what would you suggest, three things that you would suggest or advice that you would give, either from lessons you've learned or just what you're applying currently or something you've already dealt with? I I have plenty of advice, <laughs> but I would narrow it down to three. The first advice I would say is never give up. When it yes. seems tough, especially in today's world with, you know, the COVID thing and, you know, working, not being, you know, dealing with a lot of people. I know COVID's kind of died down, but never give up, stay focused. There's, and then, you know, the plus side about today's world, there's so many different platforms. People can show their stuff. You yes. know, I go on Instagram daily and I see people making reels and showing off their outfits and, yes. you know, they have so many likes so much love regardless of size shape whatever exactly you're feeling comfortable in your skin show it off yeah so utilize all your platforms just because you don't work in a boutique or you don't work for a showroom or you don't you know you're you don't feel like you're in fashion because you have a you know you actually have a nine to five that you you know where you (laughs) you have to make money and maybe working in fashion in the for the moment is just not you know, it doesn't work with your schedule. Create your reels. Be risky. Yeah. That's the second thing. Be risky with your colors. You know, look at the color wheel. I've that's I've studied the color wheel for like all of in school. You know, look at your color wheel. See what complementary colors truly are. See what what colors you know could complement each other, look good with each other, and put it together. You'll be surprised. Yeah. Like I would put leopard print shoes with a polka dot skirt i've done it i loved it it was a little risky but i felt great about it so be risky yeah it's great you got to define it on your own style and be uniquely who you are absolutely and then the last i love it yeah definitely and the last thing is just be just be confident be confident and what you have on, be confident in whatever avenue you want to go into when it comes to fashion. Fashion mm-hmm. is all about confidence. Yes. 
It's the most important thing to put on before you put on your outfit or when you're putting on your outfit. Because if you're not rocking it confidently, it doesn't matter what. You can put on a garbage bag, but if you're confident, it's going to be like, you know what? She look fire in that. Like how she styled that, belted it, whatever, whatever. Exactly. And speaking of trash bag, didn't Kim Kardashian wear some type of trash bag one time or something? Every time I think trash bag, I always think of Missy Elliott. I can't stand rain. I feel like Kim Kardashian. But Kim probably did it too. Uh, I don't keep up enough with the look. I don't keep up enough with the Kardashians. Right. Play on the show to know. But uh, I just catch what I can when um, they talking about her on the right. She's at events on a red carpet. But knowing her, she probably did. the other thing I wanted to ask, of course, because I think that was really great advice, motivating, inspiring, but also what actionable steps did you do to be able to get to this place? And I only say that because so many times when I meet people and they're like, oh, my God, this is what you do for a living. Like, how did you figure it out? Like, what did you do to be able to make it your job? And I always tell people, especially my students, because I teach other people how to make this their business and make it like full time, is that I went to school for poli sci and then I got a master's in finance. I spent the first 10 years of my grown up life working as an accountant. And I was only styling on the side. I was even when I was working at Fox 5, Channel 2, Channel 11, I still had my day job as an accountant. And the only reason I stopped is because I got laid off during the recession. So it gave me an opportunity to be like, you know what, let me really activate my faith and see, can I make this work or no? And I did. And I was able to, but it's like, don't get it twisted. Um, that day job was definitely the my first investor in my business, taking the money from my day job to invest in myself, Absolutely. to get certified as a stylist, to buy my rack, to, you know, have money to build my website, my business, et cetera. So what are some actionable steps? that you've taken to be able to get to where you're at right now? Well, uh, first and foremost, work hard. Yes. Yes. Um, I actually, you know, I had a little side hustle where I work at different clubs and things like that. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, when I worked at the clubs, I worked the door. So I handled the money, make sure, you know, everyone got paid. Yeah. um, And so forth. A lot of promoters, they trusted me to work the door, but, with working the door, I network with a lot of different people, a lot of people in the entertainment industry. Yes. A lot of people just in general. Networking is key to that part. Of- you better <laughs> preach. Yes, it's most yes. definitely. I can any trace everything of- back to a relationship. Relationships <laughs> are so important. Absolutely. So networking is truly, 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 truly key to any type of fashion fashion work that you want to do yeah. um network really any creative work because even with music and arts work. it Absolutely. really is the building relationships and Absolutely. who can connect you and who you know and who likes you and all the things i mean you got to have the skill but you got to if nobody knows you have the skill it's not it's like you know i can sing but nobody knows i can sing it's like you can't sing at all so you got to match that talent with actually connecting with people and building relationships so you can get out there absolutely Definitely. So I remember <laughs> the first time I um, I met a promoter, and um, I, don't, I can't remember. I did. I well, when I first met him, I didn't know he was a promoter. He was coming to one of the one of the parties or whatever, and mm-hmm. he was explaining, you know, who he was. And I'm still I still don't know who he is, but I looked him up at that, and I was like, okay, he, you know, because. That at that particular time, the club was charging money for people to get in. Yeah, and I I looked him up and down, and I critiqued his outfit. Yeah, (laughs) 
And I, you know, look based on his outfit, I knew that he wasn't there to party. He was actually there for business. Yes. I guess that caught him off guard. And, you know, he actually introduced me to, to different people. And I was able to, that was my first styling gig. I um, styled an artist. It was a male artist for one of his videos. It was a, it was a long time ago. It was a while ago. I love um, it. But I realized when I was styling him, I was just like, wow, this is what I want to do. And yeah. then other things kind of just happened. I met another guy. He was starting a TV series. And he wanted me to style all the cast on the TV series. So, you know, things just started happening. You'd just be surprised. One conversation can lead to a lifetime of just work and having fun and doing what you what you love. I love it. I love it. Thank you again for taking time to chat with us and share your story and your journey. Um, so what is next for you? What do you feel like, um, you know, your goals or what you think you feel like you can share rather um, for the rest of the year? I mean, we got what, seven months left, eight months. Wow. This year is almost over. It's like, I know, like it's flying by. (laughs) (laughs) We are halfway through. Well, I do have a lot of things in the work now. I can't really talk about it, but what yeah. I can say, trust me, it's 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 going to be more in the beauty side of things of um of the fashion world. Okay. And I'm super super excited and when I when I get the product out and going, we definitely have to, you know, link back up and, you know, I it will be a gift for you as well, but Trust oh, me. you're so sweet. I know we're meeting up for lunch soon anyway. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. And that, of course, that won't be recorded so we can talk offline and uh, have a confidential conversation. But whatever you want, <laughs> whatever you want to share today. <laughs> Absolutely. But this this product, I feel like it will, it, it, it's a need and it will change uh, the beauty game um moving forward not only is it going to be stylish of course but the brand is going to be something that you you're going to feel like you gotta have so i'm really excited about it i also i also want to um i will be opening up a consignment store soon hopefully okay god willing um i would love to i'll probably just start online first yeah and then work my way possibly into the store because like i said i do have some great ideas for a nice store Um, but yeah, for, for the, for the time being, if anyone wants to come out and visit me, I am located at the Pink Mason showroom. It's downtown Atlanta. It's a beautiful space. We have amazing in the, um, like in-house designers that have some gorgeous pieces. So please stay tuned and be on the lookout, um, we're, we're going to be doing some amazing things this year. So I'm super excited about it. Yes, I love that. I love that. Thank you again for taking the time. We'll definitely tag you when we post. Yes. And so that you can reshare and, of course, let people know to come out and see you. And then I look forward to us connecting in person um, for our lunch date in a couple of weeks. And I yes. hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Chat soon. Bye. Bye.